Don't you think? Yeah, I think it's. I, def, I definitely think it's better to to know it to, you know. Wait a minute. I don't have trees. Oh yeah. The only reason why they were closed is because they were blind. The sun was blinding me at one point. Right. I mean, it's nice to be blinded by the sun, but blinded by the light. Cut loose like a deuce, another runner in the night. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How many times has this happened to you? <laughs> you know, I spent, I think most of my 20s, I felt like I was cut loose like a deuce, <laughs> another runner in the night. You know? <sighs> it's one of those all encompassing images that uh, really <laughs> captures the essence of. It's 9.50 a.m. Saturday, January 14th, 2023, I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. You know, Diane. Yes, Bill. Um, here we are. <laughs> yes, here we are, Bill. The light is special. We have special light. It's subtle. It's almost, it's slightly muted. Wouldn't you say it's slightly muted? But we still got some nice, you know, over there, some decent kind of subtle stripage. You can see my shadow on the orange. Hi there. Hi, everybody. See that? I do. Okay. I see the shadow. Yeah, I see it too. So I'd say this has been another kind of uh, maximally... Uh, experientially uh, emotionally <laughs> abundant week in Lake, here in Lake Abundance. Over to you. You know when we came home last night? When we came home last night. I know when we came home last night. I mean, I've only met him that one I time. I felt like the, the light in... It just was all so glowy. Well, see, that's the thing. You know, you go out there out anywhere out there you know and it's not the same so you come back here and it's like you're back in the glowy again yeah yeah i couldn't believe how how glowy it felt well that's the thing about the treehouse diane is that it's a, it's a glowy place and it's got all kinds of different glows and the glow it's always a welcoming glow, so you go out there. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Into the harshness <laughs> of, you know, reality. Ah, ham and eggs. And uh, you come back here, and you kind of, you get to kind of float in the glow. And that's that's a good thing. It's, uh, it's like a massage for the soul, you know? Don't you think? I think so. Uh, yeah. There you go. Well, so. So let's see. We had the, went to, let's see, last weekend. What, Saturday, Sunday, last Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Friday night I stayed up late, right, working on the Henry Project. Yeah. Right. And uh, was it a four-day weekend last weekend? Or? No. Yeah? No. Yeah? No. What are you talking about? Well, we for, had a, for us or oh, for no, other I people? Meant, I meant uh, the Mondays off thing. Did you have a? No. No. We're back to the normal. We're back to the normal. The normal two-day work week, five-day weekend. That we're 
finding quite refreshing and uh, great. I can't believe it. You know, I'll let you get to kind of flip that stuff. We flipped the script on life, Diane. <laughs> we did get you to know? flip it. Yeah, it's we got pretty to flip nice. It. And it's uh, it's a nice situation, and you, we work for nice people, and and uh, I, I appreciate that very much. So there's always that. The poetry break was a good time. I felt particularly glowy uh, at the poetry break. And uh, well, and then we had a really long and wonderful conversation with Bill Woolham on Sunday true. of last week. Yeah. It was great. I hadn't checked in with Bill for a while. Yeah. I missed his birthday. I missed his birthday because it's your mom's birthday too. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. And I forgot about his. Yeah, we just, this was kind of a milder weekend, uh, week. Right. But just a lot of visiting. I a lot of visited content. with Alice a lot of over. people. Alice came over a couple of times. It was good. We saw my mom yesterday. That was good. We took my mom out to lunch and ran some errands for her and stuff and enjoyed her company. She's she's funny. Isn't she funny? She's very funny. She's very funny. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting lots of good memories to hold on to of my mom here in this yeah. in this late stage of her existence. That's okay. Right. It's good to have that. It's good to have those. I've known her for a long time. You know, maybe longer than anybody on earth I've known her. Definitely longer than anybody else. Yeah, I guess you're right. Definitely. I don't have to wonder if I, you know, it's a definite. That's a, it's so interesting that those last years of my mom's life, they were very difficult. Um, because I was concerned about her all the time. Yeah. And yet it was so precious. Because yeah. every time you saw her, you weren't certain whether you'd ever see her again. And I think that when people are at this stage of their lives, you're always thinking about that. When in fact, that's true for, for anybody, anybody at I any know. time. I know. I it feel like, true. man, but you're very aware when people cross a certain age Limit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So that's, that's, it's been a, it's been, uh, we tend to pack a lot of emotion into a week, Diane. We do. And that's good. That's, that's the way it ought to be. We should be, you know, that's kind of my motto. Feel it all, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And I've got a, a gig coming up tomorrow over at the C&P Coffee Company with Mr. Steve Norris, one of my favorite humans. That's from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. over there at C&P in West Seattle. And if you happen to be in the neighborhood, you should come by. You should check it out. It's, it's going a benefit to, for the West Seattle Food it's Bank. It's a benefit for the West Seattle Food Bank. So bring some uh, folding money or bring some uh, non-perishable food items to donate. Let's pack the house. You know, it won't take that many to pack the C&P. Let's do it. Stuff them all in there. You know why, Diane? Because I don't know that I'm going to be playing guitar much longer. Yeah, I know. I think the reality is is landing on me, and it's not, you know, it's not rolling over me like a steamroller or nothing. It's just, 
it's kind of slowly kind of emerging uh, as a different alternative kind of reality in terms of who I am on the planet. But it takes some getting used to, I tell you. Not a, you know, it's a little fraught, you know, because it's been kind of my life, you know, and my identifier for a long time. But it's... Uh, well, I think when you are older that you're constantly having, having to rearrange your identifiers, don't yep. you? Yep, possibly so. I mean, when I was retiring from the University of Washington, I was so frightened of that that shift because yeah. I had identified myself as first of all a full-time worker right. and second of all somebody who worked for the University of Washington and that was a huge part of my identity especially because I was never a mom and I don't know when I when I went through that particular threshold it was a lot easier to to shuck that off than I had anticipated. But it's interesting that I got a, a text from, oh, yeah. from uh, somebody I used to work with. They're, they have a special project that they are working with and uh, were wondering whether I was, would entertain the notion of working there again. As a, as a, it's a temporary... It's uh, a part-time, part, limited-term project. That's what it's called, yeah. But... I said, well, you know, I basically gave the parameters of my work week, but but right after I sent the message to say, you know, tell me more about it, I was thinking, do I really want to be told more about it? Yeah. I, so I think that that identity that I took on as a, a big part of who I am did leave. And I think that there are lots of things like, things about your body that you no longer can do and I I feel like that's maybe part of the whole thing about getting older yeah is being more is you know passing through these transitions uh, and you know realizing hey I'm still here and uh, so I've been aware of this for a couple of years yeah uh, but I think that's kind of one of the challenges and one of the, uh, I don't want to say pleasures, but one of the things about getting old is that things go away and they don't come back, just like people do. And, you know, it goes in stages and stuff like that. So I don't think I'm going to be one of those old folky guys who still has it, you know, after... <laughs> but I also think, you know, I can still sing. You so can I'm, still so sing. I, so I'm thinking about what I can do with that. Maybe I'll just do something easy, like join a choir or something. Yeah. You know? And maybe that's something that we could do together. I love singing choirs. Yeah. Although, I'd like it to be a little less uh, threatening yes. Yes. in the health front <laughs> before that happens. Oh, right, yeah. Because choirs are supposed to be one of the, the scarier things yeah. to do when you are dealing with pandemics. Yeah. But anyway, so... <laughs> if you want to hear me sing my songs, you might want to be there on Sunday. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> this might be the last chance saloon kind of thing. This might be the last chance gas. But you know what? You always wanted to have a body of work, and yeah. you've got a body of work. I do have a body of work. You know, and when you were working on the Henry Project, which for those of the you who may be uninformed, it's that we are working on a little chapter-by-chapter version of why certain musicians were important to us and why they may have been important to the Pacific Northwest area. And to the world, and to the uh, universe. For our adopted grandson, Henry, who has an interest in the history of, of musicians in the Northwest. And when Bill was working on this, he was really in a creative whirlwind. Hmm. And it was just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of mistakes, but for the most part. But what I guess I'm saying is there there are going to always be creative uh, calls to your imagination. And... Right now, for us, a lot of that is documenting the the musicians that we know. And who knows whether it matters or not, but it matters to us. Right. So. And, you know, nobody knows if it matters or not, ultimately. I've always just been... do the thing. You I've do. always loved to collect stories. That's my, yeah. my favorite thing. Yeah, and so. I've been... Uh, I think we've got some stories to tell. Let's tell them. That's right. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't have a lot to say this morning. Yeah, really. I don't either. I feel but kind I, of... I feel quiet, but I feel fairly content. Yeah, I feel you very know. content. Yeah, I'm not unhappy with the. I mean, I spend a lot of time being unhappy with my my circum my physical circumstance. I do spend a fair amount of time being unhappy. Pardon me, I'm having a drink of coffee and pissed and you know all kinds of stuff. You boy. But uh, it's good coffee. I'm still doing a lot of things. My life is busy, and it's busy with things I care about. So that's good. It's good to have that. And I think your life is busy too. It if is. If I'm not mistaken. It is indeed. Yeah. So the content of this uh, show has been kind of low key. Has it been low key? Very low key. Okay. But um, I am feeling just kind of thoughtful and quiet this morning, I think. Me too, me too. And one of the reasons why I was feeling a little thoughtful was uh, for the song for today. Uh, This song I found very serendipitously. Yes. uh, Because even finding the initiating chain of action that that brought this song was kind of odd i think it's just algorithms that happen with with youtube music on the interwebs and a long time ago we had played a song by angie duvcott i don't know if i'm pronouncing just, just it just to yeah. say angie duvcott yeah. and it might be duvcott i had at the time really liked this song that I just heard on a random station on Pandora. So that was uh, 
when when I, we played it a long, long time ago. But it was a long time ago. And for some reason, this uh, this video came up on my YouTube that was the Book of Love, which is a Peter Gabriel song that was animated by Angie Dufkot. And I just was so mesmerized by the the way she sang the Book of Love, which I never really liked as much on peter gabriel's album it it seemed depressing is my recollection um and there were so many powerful songs on that particular album uh which was us right that they had um in the blood of eden on that album and uh digging in the dirt was on that album too wasn't it i don't know i don't know I think that might have been a uh, like a greatest hits or something. I don't know which album you're talking about. Yeah, that album. It was not a, a greatest hits. It was a great album. It had Blood of Eden. It had Steam. It had Digging in the Dirt. It yeah, had it Come sick. Talk to Me. Ooh. Secret World. What's the name of the album? Us. So, it didn't have digging. Well, yeah, it did have digging in the dirt. So, it had some of my favorite songs on it, but it didn't have the Book of Love. Where's the Book of Love from? Oh, it says scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Limited edition. Well, then how did I ever hear it? I always thought it was on us. But... So this has got to be some kind of greatest hits thing. Yeah. Because it's got 24 songs on it. But I just remember thinking, wow. Anyway. This is so promising. Yeah. And I remember when I heard that song that I was a little disappointed in the, um, in the way it went because it just felt heavy and dark. So this animation that I actually posted on my Facebook page, actually I posted on your Facebook on my page, Facebook page yeah. because it was my Valentine to you. Yes. Even though it's not Valentine's Day. It really impressed me because it brought that song to life for me. I felt like I could really understand what that song was even about before I was I was thinking what is he trying to say with this song and right after that song played it instantly went into this this song the sweet spot of your life and I was already emotionally overcome by watching the book of love in this animated form and I was just weeping through the entire sweet spot of your life because I was thinking this is the sweet spot of my life and it's so easy to not recognize that you're there when when you are I think that it's really important to your own soul to say oh my gosh I'm in this wonderful sweet spot 
because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. So I always feel like all the the memories that you can capture in the treasure that they are and you put them in your mind. That's why so many of the memories I have feel like they're golden because I have made them golden. They are treasures to me. And as our lives are are getting smaller, I feel like it is more important to realize even in the quiet and the thoughtfulness of a day that you could be experiencing these incredibly rich golden moments. And I feel like I do regularly now. But they're so quiet that even to like talk on the Bill and Diane show, it's an entirely different thing. It isn't the kind of hustle and bustle of life that we have experienced before. Yeah. We're not running around as much, not only because of the world events and pandemics and all that, but, but also just because during the pandemic, we got used to a quieter phase of life. And it started appealing to me, you know? And even the conversations that we've had with friends recently, it seems like they're quieter and more thoughtful and more contemplative about many different topics, but not as, as, uh, well, 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 as, <laughs> whoa, as your, whoa. Youth, as your youth seems to be, that everything yeah. is exciting and everything's really rapid and you've got to get everything out. You know, it seems like there's a more quiet and contemplative, yes. uh, phase of this life which I think is the sweet spot rather than doing that climb once you stood below a mountain now you find yourself surprised this is the sweet spot of your life and this new view compares to nothing on the hardships of your climb, yeah. This is the sweet spot of your life. And it would seem the ice is melting. Seems you've come in from the cold. This is the sweet spot of Your streams, they are now fuller than what the river banks can hold. Yeah, this is the sweet spot of your life. So you must hold these days like treasure in a jewel box in your This is the sweet spot of your life For you know well they are most precious And to an old tree you must carve them This is the sweet spot of your life 
Sweet spot. 